welcome to the Insolvency and Law podcast, providing specialist insolvency and debt-related advice for business owners and individuals. For more information on debt recovery, business restructuring, and personal and corporate insolvency, visit our website, www.insolvencyandlaw.co.uk, or call us now on 020-7504-1300. Hello and welcome to another episode of Insolvency and Law Business Advice Show. As you know, I'm Peter Murray, Director of the award-winning consultancy firm Insolvency and Law. In today's podcast, we'll be discussing numerous ways in which business owners can use statutory insolvency procedures to restructure their companies. As usual, alongside me is small business owner Deborah David. Well, hello Deborah, how are you? Hello, Peter. I'm very well, thank you. And we've got a lot to cover this evening, so I'm looking forward to getting our teeth into this subject because okay. I've actually I've actually done a bit of um, bit of reading about this, so um, I've got a few questions to ask you about it. See what you see what you have to say. Oh, okay. Well, glad to have you, and I'm looking forward to uh, to the show and the subject that we're going to talk about right now. Okay, so. I know the two main insolvency procedures we were going to talk about are the company voluntary arrangements, which are CVAs, and the pre-packed administrations. But before we kick things off, can you explain to me what a pre-packed administration is? It's a bit of a tongue twister. Yeah, it's just called, yeah, it really is called <laughs> a, pre, a pre-pack administration or pre-packaged administration or okay. those in the industry... I just call it a pre-pack or a pre-pack admin. And so essentially what a pre-pack administration is, it is a form of administration. And let's look at what an administration is. Um, An administration is when the directors of the company concede that the company is insolvent or or, or will soon become insolvent. And that is um, an inability to pay debts, inability to pay the company's debts when those debts become due. So the company goes into a statutory insolvency procedure, which is called an administration. Uh, In an administration, uh, licensed insolvency practitioners are appointed by the creditors, but it's usually, they are usually put in by the banks or another lender. Mm-hmm. or the directors themselves will normally nominate the licensed insolvency practitioner, then that the nomination of that licensed insolvency practitioner or practitioners mm-hmm. need then to be ratified, approved by the creditors, and uh, the directors concede control of the company and its affairs to these licensed insolvency practitioners. These licensed insolvency practitioners who are administrators are actually officers of the court for the period of the statutory insolvency procedure. Okay. And in such a procedure like that, in administration, the administrators have got to achieve one of the three statutory purposes for the administration. And that really is to sell, is to sell the business as a going concern. Okay. And failing which is to sell, is to um, realise assets um, for the benefit of um, secured creditors and preferential creditors. 
and failing which is to realise assets for creditors as, as a whole. Now, um, assets are normally realised, you know, once a company is in administration mm-hmm. and going forward, the assets are realised in that particular order. Mm-hmm. Uh, with regards to a pre-pack administration, mm-hmm. a pre-pack... What's the benefits? What's the benefits of a pre-pack? Well, the benefits of a pre-pack administration is it's more contrived, it's more okay. planned, it's carefully planned, and the directors or third parties would approach the administrator that is going to take office mm-hmm. that's, and will say to the administrator, these are the assets we would like to buy back, we'd, we'd like to buy from the administration. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that generally happens when the company has lost us has lost the support of its creditors and it just wants to start again. Okay. But it needs assistance in starting again, i.e., okay. uh, you know, it wants to buy the assets back, you know, so it, and trade with the assets in a new company and, you know, rebuild the business mm-hmm. in a new company. But by doing that, of course, you've got to pay for the assets at the going rates. Mm-hmm. And, of course... Um, they realise, yeah. Sorry, you you have got to pay for the assets at the going rates, mm-hmm. and uh, creditors hopefully will receive some kind of dividend from the realisation of those assets mm-hmm. once the cost of the administration is actually met. And so, this is a good way to sort of like restructure your business, where you feel, where you see that you can see, uh, well, you know, over the years or over the period of time. You've built up the business, mm-hmm. um, but you've also built up some serious amount of debt mm-hmm. and you can't get rid of the debt. You can't trade your way out of the debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can't avoid the, the debt. So unfortunately, you need to leave the debt behind in the company. Right. Uh, that's if you want to continue to trade. Right. OK, so, so this, is, could, this is moving forward. You'll be able to move yeah. forward from this. OK. Yeah, you leave the debts behind in the company and you can buy the assets back off the, off the uh, administrator. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the assets go into a new company and the company continues to trade. So will you have to trade? Ha- would you have to change your company name? You're, yes. OK. Yes, you change the company name. But, you know, you continue to trade as if nothing has happened. Okay. You've, you've still got, you know, the customer list. Uh, you've still got, you know, all the assets from the company that you want to take. You take that with you. And you pay a fair price to the administrators, you know, for the purchase, for the acquisition of those assets. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the benefit of a, of a pre-pack administration because that deal is done right. where the assets are actually purchased. It's all agreed before... Mm-hmm. the date of the pre-pack administration, mm-hmm. and upon the date of the pre-pack administration, those assets are then sold. Right. And so, so it really should be a seamless transaction uh, because you, on the other end, you've got, the comp- you've got your new company incorporated, mm-hmm. just waiting to absorb those assets right. from the old company into the new company, and that's actually done on day one with what's called a sales purchase agreement between yourselves and the um, administrators. Okay, so so would I be on the right track of thinking, when I think of pre-pack, I think that everything that you need is within this service. 
I wouldn't have to go outside of it for anything else if I if I used a prepack service. Would that would that be correct? Yeah, I mean, okay. you know your biz, you know the business mm-hmm. you're about to part from more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. So you decide what what assets you actually need mm-hmm. uh, to purchase to bring across into the new business, and so that's where it's called a prepack, right? Because the assets are packed together. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. Pre-administration, pre pre the actual date of administration. So okay. the assets have been valued and so forth, etc. So you know exactly how much you're going to pay mm-hmm. for those assets uh, before the company goes into administration. Uh, what's called an SPA, a sales purchase agreement is drawn mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. between yourselves and the administrators. And upon the day of administration, that sells purchase agreement is then executed and the assets that are on that um, agreement goes across from the old company to the new company right uh, okay that's a, that's a clear explanation yeah. now now and, i understand and it, so the new company goes ahead trading mm-hmm. with those assets mm-hmm. without any of the uh creditor debts mm-hmm. From the old company. From the old company, right, okay. So you kind of get a clean slate, basically, and can carry on. Yeah. Okay, that makes perfect sense. So so can you explain for me uh, what a, a CVA is, a company voluntary arrangement? So a CVA is something very different. It is a, it is a statutory procedure. Mm-hmm. It is a restructured, it is a restructuring um mechanism Mm -hmm. whereby the directors of the company they can see that the company uh is insolvent or or will become insolvent very very quickly Mm -hmm. uh they want to um limit loss to creditors but they want the support of their creditors going forward because they can still see a very viable business Mm -hmm. if they if they didn't have so much debt you know they could see that this business that we've got is very viable yeah. And we we want to continue to trade with this business and take it forward. Mm-hmm. However, there's a massive amount of debt that is dragging us back and it's making it very difficult for us to trade going forward. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do is put a proposal to creditors and say, look, we're not going anywhere. We've got a viable business going forward, but for whatever the reason of the past, we've got some historic debt mm-hmm. that we cannot take with us and we cannot service it we cannot take it with with us what we're asking creditors to do as the directors of the company what we're asking creditors to do is to allow us to repay a significant proportion of that debt Mm -hmm. could be 50 percent or 60 or 70 percent could be 80 or 90 Mm percent but allow us to repay a significant proportion of that debt over a period Mm-hmm. Which is which, which is usually sixty months, 60, okay. Which is usually sixty consecutive months, mm-hmm. which is five years, mm-hmm. and so we'll we will repay what we can mm-hmm. o- monthly over five years, mm-hmm. and what we cannot repay, you'll write that off as debt forgiveness. So uh, we may agree to pay to repay sixty percent of what we owe over five years, and the other forty percent is then written off as debt forgiveness. You want, right. I want creditors to forgive me for that 40% of the debt. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, the CVA, again, it's um, it requires a licensed insolvency practitioner right. to, to act as a nominee, mm-hmm. and that nominee puts the proposal together with the assistance of the directors. Mm-hmm. And once that proposal is put to creditors uh, in the form of a creditors' meeting, creditors get to vote mm-hmm. on that proposal, and so long as... 75% in debt value of creditors um, approve the proposal, mm-hmm. then the proposal is ratified and it becomes binding on 100% of the company's creditors. So, so can I ask, are, are you paying interest on these payments? You're not, no. And that's a good thing as well, because mm-hmm. the CVA, the payments are interest-free. Right. So let's just assume you got half a million pounds worth of debt, okay, mm-hmm. that you've agreed to pay. Let's just say that, let's say the debt was one million pounds. Yes. And you've agreed to, to repay half of it, mm-hmm. 50%. So that 50% that you repay over the next five years is interest-free. There's no right. interest on that money. It's okay. interest-free. So, I mean, you couldn't borrow half a million pounds and no. pay half a million pounds <laughs> over five years interest-free. Not at but, all. But you can, through a statutory insolvency procedure, you know, such as, you know, which is the CVA. Mm-hmm. And whilst the company, once the proposal has been approved, uh, the licensed insolvency practitioner who was once the nominee mm-hmm. uh, usually becomes the actual supervisor who supervises right. the arrangement, right. who actually collects the payment from the company each month and then distributes that payment to the actual creditors um, on a pro rata basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a CVA is always welcome. It's a very good model and it does, and it's a very good way to actually restructure your company. The big high street retailers, they do it, they're doing it all the time. And in yeah. fact, 2020 and 2019, I think we've seen a lot more high street retailers doing CVAs mm-hmm. in the in the last two years and present than at any time before. So, you know, all those big, not all, but mm-hmm. you know, a significant amount of those big brands on the high street. Are in a CVA. Um, yeah, yeah, I've done a CVA because it mm-hmm. does alleviate debt. It restructures your company. Mm-hmm. It gives you more cash in a bank and it makes yeah. you more, it just makes you more, um, it makes you more competitive as well. Can you... Imagine if you've bought a million pounds worth of supplies, okay, and you then enter into a CVA. You're only paying back 50%, possibly. Yeah, so you're buying a million pounds worth of supplies at half price. Wow. And even though you're getting it at half price, you haven't got to repay that half price straight away. Normally, you have to repay in 30, 60 days. But no, you repay that over five years. Five years, well, okay. So you've, so you've now got half a million pounds, you know, you've now got a million pounds of stock, sorry, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. actually sell. And mm-hmm. so um, you can obviously be more competitive than your mm-hmm. competitors. Because, because you've spent less. Yeah, because you've got a million pounds of a stock, right. which has cost you 50p in the pound, wow. and you haven't got to repay that 50p in the pound. You, so you only repay that 50p in, in the pound proportionally over five years. With no interest. With no interest. Well, surely you're going to be more competitive 
Definitely. than your competitors. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, what's to not like about a CVA? It's Absolutely. a good restructuring proposition. So, so in your opinion, which of, th- which of these insolvency procedures is the best? Well... Or is there, no, is there no real best? You know, they kind of just have their places. There is no best. Yeah, they have their places. If you've got the support of your creditors, then you'll, do the C- you'll, you'll be more inclined to, to go the CVA route. Mm-hmm. If you've lost the support of your creditors, you're more inclined to do the admin route, i.e. the pre-pack, the pre-packed admin route. Right. If you've lost the support um, of your creditors. Creditors, I understand. I see. That's, that kind of explains them and puts them, you know, quite neatly into a, into a, two different categories, but obviously doing the same thing. So in terms of now having to seek um, an independent professional advisor about this, before you place your company into this insolvency procedure, you know, why is it, why is it so important that the director seeks this, this um independent professional advice because once you've committed yourself there's no going back you know Mm. once you've committed yourself and the administrators are called in that's it there's no turning back Mm -hmm. you know um and to much extent with a cva as well so you you've got to be sure what you're doing and you and you've got to be and you've got to be sure that you are using the right restructuring uh mechanism to Mm -hmm. achieve your objectives you know, so you so you really do need to be sure, mm-hmm. and you should all you should always consult a professional insolvency specialist mm-hmm. or advisor or, or consultant before you go to see an insolvency practitioner. Mm-hmm. No doubt, if you go to your accountant, your accountant would refer you to one of to an insolvency practitioner mm-hmm. that they are probably friendly with, or if you go to a lawyer. A lawyer uh, may do the same, uh, but you need to know what your options are before right. going to an insolvency practitioner because the insolvency practitioner would normally, so like pre any insolvency, so pre CVA, mm-hmm. pre pre admin, the insolvency practitioner will sort of like advise the company, mm-hmm. and they're advising the company, but they're not really advising you, the director, right. uh, which is quite difficult. But they should be just advising the insolvent, which is the company, if a pre-pack or a CVA is best, etc. Mm-hmm. But not you, the director, to say, well, what's in your interest mm-hmm. as the director? Okay? And some insolvency practitioners will cross that line and advise right. you as a director. But generally speaking, they ought not to. Right. And so, so, so it would be it would be a, a person you know who's neutral basically in the situation, and well, doesn't have a conflict of interest. Well, no, you want an advisor that's going to advise what's in your best interest right. as okay. as as the director. Right. What's okay, in understand. your best interest as the director, mm-hmm. and then look at it, and then advise on the company. Right. But advise you first, company next. Mm-hmm. Whereas an insolvency practitioner um, would do it the other way around. You know? uh, and you need to know what you're letting yourself in for. Mm-hmm. You need to know, because, you know, 
you... What, what are the pitfalls, Peter? What, what can you fall into? Well, well, there could be claims made against you mm-hmm. um, for, uh, you know, you, you may have um, made payments to creditors that you ought not to have done, made payments to connected creditors, borrowed money from the company um, through your director's loan account. The um, insolvency practitioner... So the administrator in this mm-hmm. instance can turn up, can, once the company's in admin, the administrator can turn around and then, because the administrator has a duty to investigate the affairs and the conduct of the company and mm-hmm. its directors. Right. And through that investigation into the conduct of the directors, the administrators can say, right, you have an overdrawn director's loan account. We need payment of that. Mm-hmm. And there are other issues that can come up affecting you the directors mm-hmm. and the administrators you know say will say look i'm sorry but i now act in the interest of the creditors mm-hmm. and i must do i must do what's right for the administration and for the body of creditors generally mm-hmm. i cannot advise you um you might be you know you might have done this that and the other i'm sorry i cannot ad- advise you i need to go against you not for mm-hmm. you not or, for you mm-hmm. um or um advising you and it very well may be that because you've got these issues within the company administration is not the best route for you right so so therefore you need to look at a cva and do your best to get you know um 75 percent in debt value of creditors um Mm -hmm. supporting your cva Mm -hmm. because for example you may have you might have a massive director's loan account well Mm -hmm. you know um in a CVA, that's not an issue. Mm-hmm. Or you may have done, there may have other transactions you may have committed or undertaken it in recent weeks, months, or years. Mm-hmm. In a CVA, you know, that's not an issue because the company is going to continue to trade. Right. Credit and losses are going to be repaired and mm-hmm. curtailed. And so um, those issues that will be an issue in an admin will not be an issue in a CVA. But... Right. An administrator may not tell you that. An administrator may still, you know, recommend you do the admin. Mm-hmm. So once you go into an admin, the administrator will say, to, you know, will say in the weeks to come or the months to come, um, you've got a director's loan account. Mm-hmm. It needs to be repaid. Or you've done this, you've done that. It mm-hmm. needs to be repaid. Whereas that's not, you, 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 you'll not get that right. if, if you did a CVA. But that's why it's important to consult with uh, an insolvency specialist, advisor, consultant before you pull the trigger and enter into a statutory insolvency procedure. And these insolvency advisors, I mean, we, insolvency law are one of them, and these insolvency (laughs) advisors, they normally work with a panel of insolvency practitioners and would be better placed to direct you or refer Mm -hmm. you to... Um, an insolvency practitioner who um, will do a very good job for the actual credits of the company. Right. Well, that's been really interesting, Peter, because knowing the difference um, and knowing where to go to get the right advice, to get yourself in the right position, uh, depending on what it is that you want to do with your company going forward is is so important. So this has really covered um, those very clearly. So, yeah, yeah, it's been great, Peter. Good, yeah. And, you know, um, I always say, you know, that, you know, CVAs and administration, especially pre packed administration CVAs, 
you know, these are restructuring mechanisms mm -hmm. and they should be used to restructure your business for future mm -hmm. growth. So um, directors, you know, should not be reluctant to enter any one of these procedures mm -hmm. so long as they are being sufficiently advised mm -hmm. and uh, they are doing it to save the business immediately and to grow the business for the future. Well, that's some really sound advice there, Peter. Thank you for that. You are most welcome, Deborah. You're most welcome. So we look forward to having our next session. Yes, same time, same place next week. Same time, same place next week, Peter. Wonderful. Thank you for your time, Deborah. See you again next week. Thank you, Peter. Okay, bye then. Thank you for listening to the Insolvency and Law podcast. If you require additional guidance on any of the topics we covered today, visit the Resource Centre at our website, www.insolvencyandlaw.co.uk or call us now on 020 7504 1300.